0: to deeply rooted
1: on life, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, ladies. We are glad to be back with you once again for another deeply rooted devo. And these special Advent devos are designed to focus on joy. Um, joy to the world is what Jesus brought when he was born. And so Martha today is going to be talking to us about bringing joy to your world even when it doesn't seem like there's joy to be had. So Martha, go ahead. Thank you, Esther. So we've learned that the source of joy is
2: the Holy Spirit, that it's different than happiness. And I would like to um, bring in here now, the definition of joy that we heard from Bethany Gibson at our um, recent November women's event called Joy to the World because This definition of joy is really helpful, I think, to me, and I hope it will be helpful to all of our listeners and viewers. So here is what Bethany said, and I quote, Joy is a settled conviction that God sovereignly controls the events in my life for my good and God's glory. Mm -hmm. And sovereignly, of course, means God is running it all, he's in charge. Mm -hmm. And it's for my good and his glory. So as I was preparing this Devo, I thought back to my school days. And when we learn about something, we often have a good example of that, but we often have a non-example. The opposite helps us understand what the real thing is. So I have a non-example to start with. This is a non-example of someone who did not realize that God was in control. So I think we're going to look here at Luke 1, 12 to 14 and 18 to 20. Um, so if you want to get your Bibles out. And Carrie, could you read that for us, please? I sure can. All right. So Luke 1, 12.
0: And Zachariah was troubled when he saw him, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said to him, do not be afraid, Zechariah, for your prayer has been heard, and your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you shall call his name John, and you will have joy and gladness, and many will rejoice at the, his birth. And then I'll skip down to uh, Luke 1 18. And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is a." advanced in years and the angel answered him i am gabriel i stand in the presence of god and i was sent to speak to you and to bring you this good news and behold you will be silent and unable to speak until the day that these things take place because you did not believe my words which will be fulfilled in their time wow wow thank you where, where are we going with that one
2: well, the interesting thing is, here is Zechariah. he's a religious man, he's a priest in the temple and this angel comes and appears to him. He didn't have the conviction that God is in control. Even with an angel in front of him, he couldn't imagine God doing this miracle in his life. He responds by asking for another sign that this is actually going to come true. Mary asked some questions later. We're going to talk about Jesus' mother, Mary, as our example. And she asked questions. It's not that he asked questions, but it's that he asked for a sign. He couldn't believe that this would happen. And I think he's thinking that God can't do it. He's not realizing that God is in control and can miraculously enter into his circumstances. If you or Zachariah wouldn't you think, why not jump for joy and say, yes, wonderful, thank you, God, I'm going to get the child I've been longing for and praying for. Nope. His response is, hmm, how do I know that this is really going to happen? So that is a joy killer to say, you know, I don't know if God can keep his promise, even with this angel in front of me. Um, and I think that we can learn from that, that if we don't really trust God or think that God is working for our good, then we will miss out on joy.
1: We won't be able to receive his, his good gifts. Um, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. I'll just read it. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And it was a number of years ago when uh, we were walking alongside our daughter through a very, very devastating and difficult time in her life when her um, hopes and dreams and happily ever after were completely shattered. And uh, she really wondered, where God was in all of this, and how He was going to ever come through and bring her joy again. Um, but this passage was a real source of comfort, and it it reminded us that God is in control even when mm. we don't think He is.
0: Yeah, I was going to say something along the same um, vein. Was just I forget sometimes, and. I take matters into my own hands when I know I've prayed about something and God has actually given me an answer and I will wail and rant and that that didn't work out. And, but no, God is sovereign and he knows and I need to be reminded of that on a regular. I'm so much an Israelite. It's not funny.
2: (laughs) I totally agree with that, Carrie. Often I just need to be reminded that God is in control. And, you know, I really, learn from Zechariah not to question that God can do it and that what he's doing is for my good. Let's go on to our real example of joy and that is Mary and I'd just like to read from Luke uh, chapter one. This is later after Zechariah had been visited by the angel and his wife Elizabeth had been promised a child. Now, Luke chapter 1, verses 26 to 29, and I'll just read that. During Elizabeth's sixth month of pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to a virgin girl who lived in Nazareth, a town in Galilee. Pretty similar to Zachariah's experience. Once again, an angel comes. She, that's Mary, was engaged to marry a man named Joseph from the family of David. Her name was Mary. The angel came to her and said, greetings, the Lord is with you. You are very special to him. But Mary was very confused about the an- what the angel said. She wondered, what does this mean? Now, once again, I had mentioned Mary asks questions, but Zachariah asked for a sign. He didn't say, what do you mean by this? Or, um, you know, uh how can this happen? He said, I need another sign. I need confirmation. So God isn't saying that we can't ask questions, but it's trusting him that counts. And here, Mary is confused. She's just asking for clarification. What does this mean? And so then it goes on to say, the angel said to her, don't be afraid, Mary, because God is very pleased with you. Listen, You will become pregnant and have a baby boy. Mary still has a question. In verse 34, she says to the angel, how will this happen? I am still a virgin. And the angel said to Mary, the Holy Spirit will come to you and the power of the Most High will cover you. The baby will be holy and will be called the Son of God. Later on, here's her response. In verse 38, Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. Let this thing you have said happen to me. Now, I love that phrase. Let this thing you have said happen to me. Often my problem of unhappiness and not getting joy is that I want to control it all. But Mary said, God, your plans are good. Let it happen. And so often what I have learned both spiritually and in a practical way is to chill out a little bit trust God spiritually, and also when things don't go perfectly, to realize God's in control and there's something in this that God is using to bring joy into whatever that is, whether I get a gathering that's canceled or something comes up or there's an amazing moment of great joy. These are all things that are from God, whatever point in the spectrum they may be on. And I just like to point out that pregnancy is going to mess up her world. It's not just, it's a tiding of great joy for us. And that's what the angel said to the shepherds. But I mean, for Mary, this is going to really throw the cat among the pigeons in her family. What are people going to say? What are they going to think of her? And yet she says, Lord, I, I, let it happen as you will. And that's part of the attitude I think of joy. When we want to show God is in control, we say, Lord, let it happen as you will. So I'm just wondering, Esther and Carrie, if you have any stories about trusting God and how that has brought joy into your world, maybe when things were unexpected.
1: I have in the past used little index cards to write my prayer request on. I date it and then sometimes it's a quick answer, but sometimes it's a long time before I I get an answer from God and I'll write how he answered down on that same index card and the date and I'll keep them all together so that I can go back and reflect on his goodness and how he has come through. In those times when I am really struggling to trust him, it's really good to have somewhere to go back, maybe a gratitude journal, just to go back and reflect on what he has done and how he has come through for us when we're struggling to trust.
2: What a great idea. Well, perhaps I can just close there. And I'd like to challenge our listeners and viewers with two thoughts. One is... Keep your eye out for those moments of joy. As with Mary, they may not look like moments of joy, but that certainly turned into a moment of joy in her life. I'm sure she was very fulfilled as a mother to have Jesus and the privilege of of being his mom, even though it brought with it some definite challenges. Um, So keep your eyes open during this Christmas season and other times in your life for the way God is bringing joy into your life. And the second challenge is, of course, not to be like Zachariah. When God brings that into your life, just trust him and know that he's in control and that he can do what seems impossible and that he is working for our good.
1: Thank you so much, Martha, for that encouraging word and a reminder that God is in control. And so ladies, during this Christmas season, we we truly pray that you will have a blessed and joy-filled Christmas time. Um, and if there is some anxiety around some of the things that will be going on during the Christmas season, we we are praying that you will trust that God will come through and that he will be your strength. So until next time, stay deeply Thanks rooted. Thanks for
0: joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted@myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in
2: Christ.